We've got a brand new best of three series in the Stanley Cup final after the Predators went on home ice Monday night, beating the Pens 4-1, nodding up the series 2-2 and putting them in a position to win it all. But to do so means winning at least one at Pittsburgh, something Nashville couldn't do in games one or two. Welcome to our special Stanley Cup final edition of the Predators podcast. I'm Forrest Goodman. Coming up, beat reporter Adam Vingan discusses the win and if the Preds are the better team in the series. Sports columnist Joe Rexrode says some may have overreacted at the performance of one particular player last week, but let's not overreact now that he's found his groove. And Kevin Allen from USA Today talks about the momentum shift we just witnessed as the teams prepare for Game 5 on Thursday. Pecorino made 23 saves in Game 4 Monday, changing the narrative of some who questioned his performance in Games 1 and 2 to how valuable he was to the Predators now in Games 3 and 4. That's not the belief of his teammates, who say he's important every game. Oh, well, he's the backbone of our team, and you know, I've, I think everybody's kind of been consistent in, in saying that all season. And throughout his career, he's been so important to this franchise, and you know, he's our best player pretty much every night, so we're going to need that to continue to have success. That's P.K. Subban on his goalie after the Monday win. Defenseman Ryan Ellis also singing Pekka's praises. I mean, that's that's Pex. Um, he, he was amazing again today, and when uh, when they had their chances, when our, our system broke down, Pex was there for us, and um, he's been there all playoffs all year, and um, he's uh, unbelievable. And the same can be said for James Neal. Uh, yeah, Pex played great tonight. Uh, been uh, unbelievable all through the through the playoffs. So it was made some huge saves at big times in the game. Adam Vingan covers the Predators for the Tennessean. Adam, some question if the team could do again Monday what it did Saturday in their win. They certainly picked up where they left off in game three. I think that the Predators have shown through four games that they, as we've spoken about in previous conversations, that they really are the better team. I actually think that Pittsburgh played its best game of the series last night in terms of the number of chances it had. Uh, to score, but Pecorine was great again, and the Predators were uh, making sure that they were able to convert on theirs, and they did. Um, and you look at the the sequence, the sequence in the first period that um, was the second period. Sometimes these things run together. When they score, when Cali Yarncrug scored and Sidney Crosby scored right back, um, that was the response that Pittsburgh needed. And um, you would think, okay, well, maybe this game's going to be a lot tighter than 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 the other game was. But um, they were able to open it up a little bit, in Nashville, and uh, they get another goal from Freddie Goudreau. They they get one from Victor Arvidsson for the first time in a long time, and um, they were able to play good enough defense to to clamp it down the rest of the way. So the Predators are the, um, if I recall this right, the 13th team. Uh, out of 51 uh, to take a to lose the first two games of a best of seven Stanley Cup final and tie it at 2-2 um, and of the previous 12 four have won the Stanley Cup so you know, the Predators now as you mentioned it's a best of three and Pittsburgh's got two games at home so the Predators are at a disadvantage there uh, but regardless of what happens on Thursday, uh, on Sunday, the Stanley Cup will be at Bridgestone Arena, and someone is going to have the opportunity to win it. Do you believe in momentum shifts? 
in hockey? And are we seeing one right now after winning two on home ice, the momentum swing toward the Predators? Well, if you ask P.K. Subban, he'll say no. He does not believe in momentum in the playoffs. Um, And I can understand that because the games are so close in terms of spacing and they're tight and you're playing the same opponent multiple times. I mean, I think the the Predators have had, for the most part, if there is momentum, a lot of it, um, despite losing the first two games. Um, I think when you look at the two games in Pittsburgh versus the two games in Nashville. I think the the, uh, the uh, Predators are doing a lot of the same things as they were doing in Pittsburgh, but mm-hmm. they were getting the, they were getting the bounces. Um, you know, they were getting some calls going their way. Um, and it was all a you know a perfect situation for them. Um, and now they are in a position to do something that hasn't been done very many times, and that's win the Stanley Cup when losing the first two games of the best of seven series. Um, really, I think, you know, I heard someone saying this in passing last night now in, in, the, in the workroom after the game that if it wasn't for, you know, two um, you know, unsightly performances by Pecorino in the first two games, the Predators might have swept the Stanley Cup. I mean, that's how, that's how well they were playing uh, in games one and two. Um, I don't think they would have because Pittsburgh's too good to be swept, but I mean, the point is there. I mean, they were doing all the right things in the first two games. They just could not make get the saves when they needed them, and now they are. Pecorino's been spectacular, and they're getting the goals that they need, and that's where they are. So, um, the Predators have a very good chance now of doing something that not very many teams have done, as I said, and that's lose the first two games of the series and then win four or five, uh, potentially, to win the Stanley Cup. You really touched on something there, Adam, about an opportunity missed. What if the Preds could have at least split those first two games? I think things would be totally different to where we still have to take into account it's 2-2. Pittsburgh still has home ice advantage. But you bring up a guy like Rene, who is, I mean, on home ice, is playing fabulous right now. Now, how important is it he proves that he can go back to Pittsburgh where maybe he underperformed last week and show up and be just as dominant as he was at home? Well, I think the fact that he was able to be dominant at home and, and do something twice that he hadn't done before, and that's beat Pittsburgh in a game that he started, mm. is enough to, uh, you know, hopefully, you know, lessen any concern of, of what would happen when he goes back to Pittsburgh. Um, you know, he gave up a goal last night to Sidney Crosby, but and a lot of goalies have, have, have succumbed to great breakaway moves from Sidney Crosby in their career. So, um, but you know, you look at what happened later in the game, Crosby had another breakaway opportunity that led to this, you know, amazing flurry of saves that Rene made to keep the game two one. And then shortly after Victor Arvidsson scored to, to make it three one. Um, you know, he's making those, um, you know, we talked about momentum, whether or not you believe in it in the playoffs, he's making those momentum shifting saves now when, when the predators need him to, to make them. Um, so, you know, when you look at how the Predators were able to win two games, you know, how his his performance individually in those two games is probably at the top of the list as to why they've been able to rebound. Read all of Adam Bingen's coverage of the Predators at Tennessean.com. Last week, after losing the first two games against the Penguins, some wondered if it was time to bench goalie Pekka Rene for game three. 
Joe Rexroad is the sports columnist for the Tennessean. Joe, looking back and knowing now what we didn't necessarily know then, was that a bit of overreacting? Well, we don't want to overreact again. <laughs> but, yeah, look, anyone who thought that there was a reasonable chance that he could or should be pulled was badly overreacting. And, there, you know, Peter Laviolette was asked about that every day. And, of course, he doesn't talk about his lineup, so he just kind of let that hang out there. But, you know, those two games were – those were the two outliers of this playoff run for Pecorino. And there were some bad breaks. I mean, you can't blame him for – Pucks going off his teammates, and one of each happened in game one and two. But there were a couple shots that he has been stopping that didn't stop. I mean, again, we're comparing that to absolute elitehood and the favorite for playoff MVP performance. So it has to be kept in perspective. The funny thing is, after those two games, it was like, well, maybe that Con Smythe talk was a little premature. And now it's like, well, here comes the Con Smythe talk again. Because the way he played, I would argue that game four was his best yet. Just because the Anaheim Ducks put 38 shots on him in, in the clinching game of that series. This was not, this was half that. But we're talking about high quality chances. I mean, that, that breakaway with Crosby and then, you know, Gunsell having basically an open net and, and Pekka doing the just, just desperation dive. I mean, that's, you know, one of those iconic plays now. No matter how this ends up, it's going to be remembered for a long time. Game four may be looked back on as one of the best in the entire series from both teams, don't you think? Yeah, that's the thing. I mean, you can look at the score and you can look at, wow, 9-2 Predators in these two games. Boy, they really thumped them, but kind of like the score in Pittsburgh was a little bit deceiving. I mean, I thought Pittsburgh obviously found something to get three, well, two totally clean breakaways and then you know a, a sort of mini breakaway on that on that second Crosby rush but you know I thought the Penguins um you know did a lot of good things and they just couldn't get anything past him um and of course Matt Murray who was so great in Pittsburgh you know the, the Predators have have kind of figured him out one way to figure him out is to say hey let Freddie Goodrow shoot because mm-hmm. obviously that seems to work out pretty well for the Predators now, for Nashville, what they have to do is they have to prove they can go on the road and not only outplay the Pens like they did last week, but they lost both games. Now they have to prove they can go on the road and beat them there since this now, in essence, becomes a three-game series. Yeah, best two out of three, and they have to win one there to, to be hoisting the cup at the end. So, you know, to me, obviously, when you've won two in a row, I mean, P.K. Subban said after the game Monday, you know, I don't believe in playoff momentum, and I tend to agree with them. I mean, every game is its own thing. and You can think you're riding high like Pittsburgh was at, at 2-0, and then all of a sudden now it's, wow, you know, Nashville's on a roll, but you know, the Penguins are going to be very happy to be back in their place. And the Penguins have been through this. I mean, you know, a lot of people, myself included, thought they were done when Washington came back from 3-1 one in their building, tied it up, forcing Game 7 back at their place. You're like, okay, they're done. Well, they got outplayed in Game 7, but they found a way to win. Ottawa pushed them all the way to 7 in double overtime, found a way to win. So this is a championship team with a championship pedigree, and they do not panic. They will not panic. And I I think we may finally – we keep calling for this, but I think we may finally find a great game that goes all the way to the end where one goal decides it. We have not had that yet in the series. One thing's for certain – this series is turning out to be a lot more exciting than the one those guys in the NBA are playing. Yeah, well, I mean, the entire playoff, uh, yeah, I mean, it's, it's, it's a pretty vast difference when you think of all the great games and series we've had in the, in the NHL playoffs. And, and uh, you know, rough year for the NBA. Although I still think Cleveland, just like last year, they got blown out in the first two games. 
will ultimately make this interesting, but I don't know. I mean, if it's if it's just a blowout all the way, it's got to be the worst NBA playoffs on record. Read Joe Rexroad's coverage of the Preds in the Stanley Cup Final at Tennessean.com. We've discussed a possible momentum shift happening in this series, if there is a such thing in the NHL. Kevin Allen covers the league for USA Today. And Kevin, it sure feels like whether it's momentum or whatever you want to call it, things are shifting in favor of Nashville. Well, absolutely. I mean, uh, you know, the series is tied 2-2 and it's turned into a best of three, but it really feels like uh, the uh, Predators are, are the team in the lead. I mean, they, they feel like the team to beat. And we certainly didn't certainly didn't feel that way, uh, you know, coming out of Pittsburgh. Kevin, even with this now becoming a best of three series, is it safe to say momentum has shifted toward the Preds? Well, there's no question. I mean, you know, their goaltending pack of Rene has... Uh, you know, performing like he did in the first three rounds of the of the playoffs. You've got, uh, you know, the defense living up to expectations, uh, um, you know, contributing to the offense and also uh, playing pretty stingy defensively, limiting players like uh, Evgeny Malkin and, and Phil Kessel in particular uh, in their ability to get to the net. Um, and then you have, you know, like a young hero like Frederick Boudreau, who, um, you know, scores his first goal in the Stanley Cup final. Now is uh, one of only two players in NHL history, the last one coming in 1945, to score his first three three NHL goals in the Stanley Cup final. So, you know, when you're starting to get, um, you know, the unlikely heroes, I mean, that to me, that's an indication that when your team is really, really going well. The Penguins have been there and they've done that. And if for that reason alone, I don't think you count them out with three games remaining. What do you think? Well, absolutely. I mean, they've climbed this mountain just a, a year ago. Right. And they've, uh, um, you know, they've, uh, you know, they've won the Stanley Cup. They understand completely. Uh, what's required to uh, uh, to win a championship. And I think, you know, overcoming adversity is part of that. Last week, the storyline was about how Nashville likely outplayed the pins, but they lost the games and they come home and they win two. What has been different in your analysis from those two games on the road for the Predators to compare to two games at home? Well, I think they, they you know, stopped worrying about uh, what the Penguins were doing and started to try to dictate, um, you know, what they were doing. And, um, you know, clearly, Clearly, um, they were a different team, you know, with the uh, the support of the, of the incredible fan base in Nashville behind them. I mean, I, I just thought they played more like they did um, when they took down the Chicago Blackhawks in four straight games and less uh, like the team that we saw in Pittsburgh where, you know, they had lapses like and they lost their confidence. Uh, you know, we never saw a moment of, uh, of anything but their best in the, in the two games in Nashville. I mean, one of the big debates always in hockey is that momentum carries game to game and i'm not sure that it does but what does carry from game to game is confidence and i think you know that's where the predators are at now they're playing at such a high level and so, you know starting with pekka rene um who is uh, sort of overcame his uh, and, he, and he wasn't horrible in pittsburgh but he, he just wasn't the same pekka rene wasn't the difference maker that we'd seen earlier and now he's you know he's phenomenal in game four um you know there was uh, at least uh, three sequences that i can remember where um you know you, you couldn't have found another goalie who could have been any better than he was in those and um, you know, stopping Kunitz on the breakaway and Gensel from on his doorstep. And then right after that, they go down and get the go-ahead goal. I mean, that's uh, the sign of a goalie who's, uh, you know, he- heading toward a Smythe trophy. I mean, if the Predators win, 
and I don't think there's any question he's been their guy. I still think you hit the nail on the head last week after his performance where they went 37 minutes without – the Penguins went 37 minutes without shooting a goal. Uh, you do get a little rusty. And, and if anything, I think him being more involved just because of the flow of the game has helped his game. Yeah, and I think the crowd uh, in Nashville helps him stay in it even in periods of inactivity. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, when the crowd is roaring and, um, you know, the, the sense of excitement, and he knows they're uh, – Rennie knows he's the, the crowd's hero here. I think that helps as well. It keeps everyone sharp. Well, Kevin, it's like a brand-new series now. Is it crazy to start thinking the Stanley Cup could come to Nashville? Oh, I think they could. I mean, if they play the way they did in games three and four, I mean, I think this, uh, you know, they can wrap it up, uh, you know, at home. I, you know, I think they feel pretty confident about their ability to go in Pittsburgh and win a game. And I say that even though they didn't win in their first two shots there. But I, I think they came close enough and, you know, they had so many quality minutes and I think they, they got a taste. Like they felt like, you know, we, we could have won those games. I mean, uh, I mean, really they've been the better team for all of them, but about maybe 10 minutes mm-hmm. in the first four games of this series. That's Kevin Allen with USA Today. One thing is for certain, one of these teams still has to win two games. And if it's the Predators, that means winning at least one at Pittsburgh, something they couldn't do last week. So don't talk about momentum with P.K. Subban. I really don't believe in momentum in the playoffs, and I said that after game two when we came back. I said, you know, I don't believe in momentum, but, you know, it's especially in the Stanley Cup final. I mean, every shift, everybody knows what's at stake. So, you know, we're going to go into their building and we're going to have to elevate our game and be better than we've been the past two games for sure. Instead, he looks at the positives gained on home ice and wants to apply them as they go back on the road. Well, I just think that we didn't want to change much in what we did there I think uh, like I said coming back for game three we knew we had to clean some things up in our game and I thought we cleaned a lot of those things up Um, like I said we didn't play a perfect game three and four but um, in game one and two I thought we we had good starts both games I thought for most of the game we played the way we wanted to play we got pucks deep and four checked hard created turnovers Um, I think their goaltender made some great saves and they got some luck and we missed some open nets. We had a goal call back in the first game. So uh, I think we just want to continue to, to continue to do the things that have made us successful so far and then clean up a few things. Game 5, Thursday night at 7. Our next podcast posts on Friday. Thanks to Adam Vingan and Joe Rexroad, both from the Tennessean, and USA Today's Kevin Allen. I'm Forrest Goodman. So long, everybody.